coming up on Saturday is a pretty big milestone here at 94.9 WSJM. We've got uh, the coaches show, which you know and love. Uh, and Brett Witkowski and Phil McDonald have been on the show. And Brett, you told us that this coming Saturday is the 600th episode of the coaches show, not just the coaches show, because that's been a, a long time tradition for many years in the area, but actually number 600 for you and Phil. So Brett, Brett. you've been keeping track of all this stuff. Yeah, I have nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. Got to keep Bill entertained. and uh, You should see the other stuff he keeps track of. Because right. <laughs> I know yeah. you're, you're a stats guy, yeah, so you keep track of a lot of things. But wh why did you, from the moment you guys started, why did you start keeping track? Just, that's just how I am. I've done that since I was a kid on stuff. Got the number of football games we've done and basketball games and who we've covered a number of times. So just stuff I like to do. I got a notebook at home, it tracks all that stuff. And, uh, and then obviously I do the football stats for us and, um, that I keep on spreadsheets and things like that, but, and just, just like doing it and always kind of fun to look back and realize like how many times, you know, we have gotten together for obviously football and basketball and, and now mostly for the coaches show. Right. Yeah, this is certainly a, a long time, but uh, so, okay, so 600 episodes, how many years is that? Because we know that the coaches show kind of follows the roughly the school year. So you've got some months off. So how many years is that? Uh, this is our, we're in our 17th year doing the show together. Wow. Um, I, you know, and Phil and I have talked about this on the air, you know, Herb Quaid, long time Ben Harbor AD and, Bob Kuran did the show for another uh, another station quite for a long time, and mm -hmm. then SGM was able to have the station or have the show move over, and then those two did it. And then sadly, uh, Herb passed away, and then Phil took over Herb's spot, and then sadly, um, Bob Kuran, one nice was probably one of the nicest guys you ever meet, tragically lost his life at a pretty young age to cancer, yeah. and so I filled in. Poor Bob while he was battling cancer. Sadly, uh, Bob never made it back. Mm -hmm. Wow. Phil, do you remember the first time that you and Brett met? Not even <laughs> in a working sense, but just when you guys first met? I don't know if it was at a football game, because I know Brett had reached out. I think at that time, Mike Hempen and I were doing the, uh, or maybe it was Joe. It was either Joe, Joe, yeah. and, Joe Bornstein and I were doing the, the football broadcast, and Brett reached out to us and asked if we needed, uh, believe it or not, a stat person. Um, <laughs> and so that's that's how yeah. Brett got started with us. Wow. And I, I don't know if we'd ever met before then or not. No, I, you know, Phil had done some games. I think even when I was a senior in high school, you might start doing them for SJM. Um, or at least right after I got out of high school. So I knew of Phil, obviously. And then I did that for a few years and then started doing some, and then, um, had um, Elmer D, Elmer Domerstein, mm -hmm. really just a, a real gentle man, great guy. Actually, I think he was one of the founders of Michigan Lutheran High School. Mm -hmm. So he kind of filled in when someone needed to take off. But and sadly, Elmer had a, a heart attack at halftime of a basketball game and then passed away a few days later. And then 
I don't know, Phil had to fill in or, or Phil then took over play by play for basketball. And Phil's like, Hey, you want to come to a game? I'm like, okay. And it was uh St. Joe Lakeshore. And was I think, really? I, yeah, I think I was 23 or 24 over at the bear then. I remember. And I, I was so nervous. I got there three hours early. <laughs> so well, how things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> Phil asked, the show's at seven 30. So I get there close to eight o'clock. Well, you know, I don't want to interrupt Phil. Phil has his own routine to set stuff up. And, you know, you just don't want to get in his way. He's the master. And there's no reason to disrupt the master. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's a way to put it for sure. Because, yeah, I know you're particular about a lot of stuff when you guys are putting this all together. Have you, uh, Phil, have you ever gotten tired of, uh, have you, have you ever gotten tired of doing the show uh, between you and Brett? I mean, is there anything times where Brett's been like, "Mm, man, Brett, maybe you need to go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 and I think Brett would say the same thing. I mean, you know, Friday nights, you know, doing the, the games with WSJM, and now you know, Friday nights are pretty much uh, filled here at Our Lady of the Lake, and so I've got late nights. I mean, when I was doing the games for the radio station, I probably wouldn't get out of there until midnight, one o'clock, after putting the scores together and get a couple of hours of sleep. Yeah. And, you know, when the alarm clock goes off, it's like, oh my God, what am I doing? But once I get there, it's like, you know, I'm glad, uh, you know. I made it up and, and got here because it's something to look forward to. Right. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I mean, I look forward to it. Um, you know, Phil preps for the show. I prep for the show. We usually talk once during the week <laughs> and uh, you know, I, it's, it's been nothing but pleasure to work with Phil all these years. There's nobody that I know of who's more unselfish in, in the world of sports than Phil who puts the, you know, puts the schools first. And I right. think that's the one reason. Phil and I get along as friends too, but I think one of the, one of the reasons is the show is not uh, not about us. Yeah, we joke and make fun of ourselves, and that's okay. But the <laughs> show's about those schools. Right, it's about the young men and women. And um, I'm always amazed who listens to the show. Just oh, like last Saturday, we had our Lions 16th annual Lions Club basketball tournament, and there was a lady from St. Joe there. Sure, probably ten years older than me. She has no kids playing anymore. And she made a comment how she listened to the show today. And, you know, I think the one thing Phil has done that's great is, especially during football and basketball, is St. Joe has their time. Our Lady has their time. Benton Harbor, Lakeshore, and Michigan Lutheran. And and people from those schools, they know that. They tune in sure. at those times. Even though they may not have any kids playing anymore, they listen uh-huh. to it. But uh, I think Phil's unselfishness, you know, speaks for itself and that's why he's in the basketball coaches association hall of fame right oh geez he's buttering me up oh yeah yeah <laughs> he's he's not even mentioning the fact that he's in the you know the saint joe uh hall of fame or anything I like know. that you know or he's getting he's gonna have a concession stand named after him at some point i'm sure <laughs> well. uh, i'm 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 lobbying for that uh that's one of my goals um, but this, like you said, this is such a unique show and it's, it's so great that you guys, uh, have been able to carry the tradition for many, many years and be able to do this together because like you said, it, it is so unique because you're catching these coaches and having these conversations with these coaches sometimes on days that they may not want to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had a really tough loss and uh in the game and you know it's it's the next morning and it's still fresh in their minds but that's why i think what makes it so unique because you can have those conversations 
with the coaches, especially when it's football season or basketball or any of these sports, mm-hmm. you know, really get into the the minds of of who they are. But also, you know, every once in a while they'll bring players and uh, on to the show as well. So that that's what I love about listening to it. Plus, like you said, um, the the team up with you guys, the the balance is so great because you guys prepare, you ask great questions, and you have a good time. Yeah, we have a good time. And you know, on your point too, Johnny, I mean, there are a lot of radio stations that, you know, okay, it's a Saturday morning, you know, let's not put the effort into putting a, or spend the money to put a live show on. Let's just throw network programming sure. on. And yes. you know, to Midwest families and WSJM's credit, um, they don't do that. They, they have the two hour time slot. And, you know, I, I know Herb and Bob started this approach to the show and, Brett and I are along the same way and Brett makes it a point to, to bring it up during, you know, the football broadcast too, is we're not going to draw on the negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. You know, if somebody loses a ball game on a Friday, we're not going to say, you know, so well, what about this play? How come this didn't work? Why did you call this instead of this? You know, the coaches know, okay, we had a tough loss, but it, <laughs> I, I can't speak for them, but some of them might think it's a therapy session when they come in to talk sure. to, uh, to, to Brett and me because we're going to find ways to, uh, to talk positively about that game and the previous games and give them a chance to talk positively about their programs and their kids. Now, and I think that's so important, especially in today's world, where it's like shock value. You know, what can you say to shock people and get them all fired up? And, you know, I think Phil and I are old school from that standpoint that, you know, these are kids. These are adults, men and women who are coaching. If you figure out how much they're getting paid per hour, it's probably three bucks an hour. Some of them don't even get paid. Um, They do it because they care about kids. They care about their school systems. And so, you know, we we work with them. You know, we talk about things off the air, but that's usually them telling us, not us asking them. And, you know, it, it's to celebrate what these young men and women can do in our community. And, and I, you know, I've said it before during football and, and Phil said it, you know, the commitment that WSJM and Midwest family has put into young people in our community is is the exception, not the norm across the state and the country. Yeah, and I think uh, especially when it comes to the, the passion of the sports in southwest Michigan and just the the coming people coming to WSJM knowing that they're going to get those great conversations. They're going to get great games that, you know, you guys have called in the past and been able to, uh, you know, just have a lot of fun with that. But like you said, great conversations with coaches. That's why I love that show so much. And like you mentioned, it's, it's sort of that vent session. So I think we've, uh, we've also being somewhere else and being like at a, you know, the places that we've gone over the years, that also kind of helps where they're like, ah, go grab a, go grab a sandwich or a coffee or something like that. And just, you know, relax and have a good time with us. And I think also it's, it's cool to hear that not only on the radio, but also to be where you guys are and kind of hang out around uh, and kind of eavesdrop on those conversations. That's what I love about it as well. Phil, are you ever surprised at the memory that Brett has about just about everything? Yeah. (laughs) Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, why you would I he'll bring up stuff that it's like, all right, I believe you. Uh, there are half the time I can't remember what I did two days ago. And he's got a memory of what happened, you know, three and a half, ten years ago on right. the, the specific time. 
I have a, I have the mind of an elephant and a body of an elephant. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think you missed your calling. I think you should have been like a private investigator or something like that to be able yep. to recall all of those things. But the the statistics and knowing all that stuff is really great. So show number six hundred. Are you guys doing anything special for it? Um, uh, actually my wife, Amy's going to come out and get us some nice photos that, nice. uh, you know, for Phil and I and for WSGM. And then, um, you know, over the years we've had some listeners who really come out and support the show every week. We had, uh, Dave Hartwig who did it for a long time. He passed away, I think in March or, or November of last year. Um, and then we have a couple of gentlemen, Roger Morissette and Tom DeRees, both St. Joe's super fans. But also just fans of all sports, they go to all the all the area yeah. games. Yeah, they do. Um, and I know Roger had gotten with Full Circle, and they're making a cake um, for us on on uh, for Saturday. So um, we'll do that. Oh, so Full Circle's going to make the cake? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Then you know it's going to be good. Ooh, yep, that's great. Roger's ordered slices, one for each coach, him and Tom, and for you and I. So. Did they make a special? Is Roger going to have just one slice, or is he ordering two for himself? <laughs> Roger, Roger is the human garbage disposal. <laughs> well, I was going to say, are the, is is Brett? Are you going to get your own cake? Well, you know, if it if it was politically correct, I would have. Sure. But, you know, I didn't want to, you know, maybe kind of yeah. eat my way out. Maybe afterwards you can get your own special cake uh, if Left you still over. want some more. Yeah, yeah that's really yeah. Left over. But, other than that, you know, cake in the in the in the pictures that you know Amy's going to do. I mean, it's just it, it. Like Brett said, it's not about us. The show is not about right. us, and so we're still going to talk to uh, it's girls basketball uh, this weekend. So we're going to be talking to our five girls basketball coaches about their games over the last couple of weeks and give them a chance to talk to their you know talk about their kids and all that. And um, you know, again, the show is about them. What's you know, and I think what's cool is. WSGM to me is, was one of the forerunners in promoting women's sports from doing women basketball games, yeah. you know, when Phil all the games, both at the college, you know, and locally, you know, for my daughters to be able to say that they had games on the radio is pretty cool. And even the coaches show, you know, when uh, we promote the women's sports like men's sports and in basketball, they each, you know, like Phil mentioned, it's ladies basketball this week. Right. And I don't think that in a lot of places, I think a lot of places will, Played to the sports and you know, it's a little bit different. Played yeah. all athletes, regardless of their gender. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can certainly speak to that. When I, I know when um, anytime I was in high school at, at any game, whether it be a girls basketball game or one of my games, when I was uh, uh, playing in sports, just looking over and seeing, oh, WSJM's here. This is awesome. You know, kids yep. in small schools, you don't always get to experience that, uh, and it, it almost it it gets you fired up uh, when you're at the game and you're, you're performing and they're like, Oh my gosh, I have to play well now because the radio station's here. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear my name. Um, so this is really great. Uh, what has been your favorite moment uh, or maybe your favorite interview that you guys have had conversations with uh, some of these area coaches over the years? You know, well, mine. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Phil. Uh, mine was, and I don't know if you and I were doing, were you and I doing the show together when Elliot Uzelak took the job at St. Joe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause, uh, and I remember it being in studio at the time, but when uh, he was hired as St. Joe's coach, 
And again, I love talking to all the coaches, but mm -hmm. here's a guy coming in who's been an assistant coach. At, and I told Andrew Green about this the other day, an assistant coach at Michigan, an assistant coach at Ohio State, head coach at Western Michigan, head coach at Navy. And now he's going to be coaching here, you know, high school here in St. Right. Joan. We've got a chance to talk to him. So I thought that was pretty cool. Well, and then uh, what was cool is Phil and I live by each other and you like live by us too. And so we would see each other. Phil lost a lot of bets. I don't know why he kept doing that. He kept betting Elliot on. No, you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. Clarification. What? <laughs> Brett bet Coach Uzlak, and but it was on my. He didn't. He did it on my behalf. Uh, oh yeah. But <laughs> not that I wanted him to do it on my behalf. All of a sudden, Brett and Elliot are talking about it. He goes, "Oh, okay. Well, we got to bet on the Notre Dame Navy game." It's like, how did that happen? Yeah, and then Phil would have to buy us lunch because he lost. <laughs> oh. And somehow, even when I won, I still wound up having to buy lunch. And yeah, again, I never, yeah. And again, know, and, that and Phil, Phil doesn't even carry a wallet. <laughs> I mean, if, if there's, if what ask me where it is free, now because I don't know. Yeah, if there's something free, Phil ball maybe. Well, and, and that—that's still would ask coach when they had their their pregame meals. Yeah, yeah. So you just show up. <laughs> no, <laughs> I would not. <laughs> that is that is the the great part about it is that with Brett having such a great memory on a lot of different things, he can also <laughs> mess with people all the time because, like you said earlier, Phil, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I believe you. Because he could yeah. say, oh, yeah. yeah, you 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 had this conversation. You don't remember it? You you bet with the coach. You know, that this happened. Well, no, I mean, we'd be in the middle of it, a conversation on the air with Coach Uzlak, yeah. and then all of a sudden, Brett, you know, if Notre Dame is playing Michigan that day or Notre Dame is sure. playing Navy, Brett will bring up that. He goes, well, you and Phil should make a bet, and then all of a sudden, and I haven't said a word, and all of a sudden, the bet has been made. Yeah. Well, that's, that that's that was kind of the pre-bookie area. Sure. You know, that, before it became legal now. So, you know, it just kind of put things down. So you're the reason uh, you're the reason why Phil doesn't carry a wallet because he knows he's gonna have to be paying up at some point. Yeah. Uh, he, Phil doesn't buy much. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> well, and then and I, those I, lunches those lunches got expensive too because you know, Coach U he had like heart yeah. problems and stuff. And at that, you know, let's say we were doing the show at Burger King. Sure. It's like, oh, okay, we're gonna bet a whopper. It goes, well, I can't eat that. Well, we'll do a, you know, a chicken sandwich. And, and it, I think they only had the fried chicken sandwich at that time. Oh, I can't do that. We were at Henry's Hamburgers. Oh, well, you know, bet a brown bag. Oh, I can't do that. So, you know, right. I got to take them someplace where he can eat. Yeah, we're going downtown St. Joe a lot. Yeah. Uh. So, you know, for me, I think was the one, the one year we tracked every game that Phil did for Lakeshore that they lost. <laughs> not we. He. You. Yeah. Because I got the point. Sean was like, are you doing our game? Because there was one year, every game he pretty much did, they lost. Um, and so that was funny. But I think the one that um, that was probably the hardest, and I always appreciate the coach coming on, and we're talking probably 10 years ago when Fenville and Bridgman played in were both undefeated, and the young man had that died of a heart issue at right mm -hmm. at the end of the ball game. Mm -hmm. and, um, I reached out to the head coach a few weeks afterward, just asked if he'd consider coming on, and he did. He was nice enough to come on, and 
and talk about it, you know, as tragic as it was to help get information, correct information out to people. And um, that show kind of sticks with me. And I, I know that coach had a real difficult time with that. Mm-hmm. And I believe, which I, I think kind of over it, uh, and, you know, and I don't blame, him. you know, sure. he probably blame himself for what happened. But yeah. it wasn't, and that was coming on the show, man, he, he was on a phone interview. I mean, he drove from Fenville to St. Joe to be on the yeah. show. Wow. But I think probably the, the one thing I and, and my wife always picks up on is the coaches just flat out care about their kids. Absolutely. And I think that's that's what you take from this. In this society where it's all about me, you've got coaches who really are put and doing everything they can to help their young men and women move on and be better people in lives, help them move on to the college world. And, um, you know, I, I know the one thing about you know, talking about Elliot Uslack. The one comment that I would hear from people who played for him wasn't so much about him as a coach, but what he did to make them a man. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important loss in today's worlds of wins and losses that it's sometimes it's about make, taking young boys, guys into young men. One coach that amazed me through the years, and, and they're all good about this, mm-hmm. but Denny Doc, I was so good at, I mean, obviously you're coaching a team, you know, everybody's name, but he never once stumbled on trying to remember somebody's name. I mean, right. if you were to, you know, see a week into the season, if you were to have put a roster in front of you, not him. Okay. Recite everybody on the roster. He would recite yep. everybody's name and not skip a beat. Wow. And he would, the thing I think made Denny successful, obviously, I think he's a great organizer and great coach, mm-hmm. but I think, made people on that team feel important who maybe didn't always have important roles. And then he would mention those young men and women, whether football or basketball, mm-hmm. you know, so-and-so helped out a lot. And that'd be somebody that we probably never even mentioned during the game. Yep. But it, he got his players to buy in at all levels. Right. But I agree with Phil. I mean, Denny's ability to rattle off his players' names and what they did in the games without having a bunch of spreadsheets in front of him is, is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and doing that for football as well as softball over the so yeah. many years. So, and I think he uh, he loves uh, loved being on the show. I'm sure so much that he just kept coaching <laughs> softball, football, <laughs> and he even came back a couple times. So I think uh, you know, and I think that's why the coaches have no problem saying yes is because, like you said, they care about their players and their teams, and they put so much passion into it. But I think that they know that you guys do the same thing and you they know that they're going to have great conversations, good times and people that are on the of the same mindset as them is you know promoting high school sports and the great things that kids and every individual is doing in our community and also you guys have been able to share not only the milestone together with 600 episodes but you also have shared milestones of all area a lot of area coaches as well like you said most recently with coach Sterling with getting his yep. uh, his big 200th win, and then you know all these other coaches that have had major milestones and players yep. as well that have had uh, th- yep. great things. So you've had some fun conversations, and I I love that I've been able to be friends with you guys and continue these great conversations. And um, I look forward to not only show number 600, but also uh, you know many more to come and maybe maybe Phil we can get you back out in a, one of those basketball or football games I'd love to yeah, yeah. I, I miss having them out there I, you know we got we, we did that for 30 years yeah. those games we had a lot of fun 
probably too much at times. And you but, know, their Brett says we did it for 30 years. If somebody said, how many years did you do uh, football with Brett? Right. I, it doesn't seem like 30. I probably said, oh, maybe 15. 65, yeah. yeah, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> something. Yeah. Felt like eternity. And, and, <laughs> well, I want to say thank you guys for, for taking some time to talk with me about, you know, all your great memories, but also uh, taking a little time out of your busy schedules before you get ready for this weekend's coaches show. Uh, 8 to 10 right here on 94.9 WSJM. You can stream it wsjm.com and also uh the app we got the uh, wsjm app as well as wsjm sports uh app we got that you can check out the podcast there if you happen to miss it but i do encourage everybody uh if you have some time even just for a couple minutes to swing by uh, in stevensville full circle cafe and say uh thank you to these guys because uh you guys i gotta say you know you guys are pretty awesome and i you know i envy you for all the uh, great things that you guys have done. And I certainly look up to you guys as well. Well, I want to thank right. Phil for working with him all these years. I mean, he, he's a great person to work with. And I always want to thank him for that, for always allowing me, like when uh, my daughters played high school ball or right. volleyball or college basketball, never feeling guilty for having missed a couple shows a year to go watch them. And, and, you know, again, what WSJM does, you know, has done for, 50 years at support mobile athletics. It's just, like I said, it's the exception, not the norm. Absolutely. And, and to Brett too. I mean, it's been so much fun doing the show, uh, obviously with the, the coaches and the kids, but yeah, that, I've said it after <clears throat> basketball seasons, football seasons, the coaches show is I can't, uh, I can't imagine doing it with anybody else. It's, it's, it, it's way, it, it's probably more fun than what it should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. But, you know, if you come by the uh, show, we're, we sit in a glass. It's like we're in a zoo. Yep. You know, and, and you can come feed the animal. I, I'll take all types of food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I look forward to it, guys. Uh, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me. I uh, appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny. You do a good job. Thank you.